Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Welcome to the Vital Dawn Podcast for Tuesday, June 23rd. S&P futures are trading up about 15 points. That's about 50 basis points. The major European indices are trading better. They're up about a percent to a percent and a half. And there is a strong cyclical bias in Europe. So autos, industrials, and banks are doing very well, especially autos and banks. Um, so definitely a value cyclical bias in Europe. And the major Asian indices traded well as also, especially Hong Kong. So not really a lot to talk about. There's kind of a, um, a mix of noise and news this morning. So Starting with the news, the only real incremental major headlines that investors should be focused on today are the flash PMIs. Um, the European ones in particular were very encouraging. So you are seeing a very strong rebound in these figures. Investors, I think, coming into today were looking for a very healthy rebound in the PMIs. The whispers were for upside. Um, but nevertheless, it certainly is encouraging to see the improvement in Europe um, services in particular, which had suffered dramatically during um, you know, the, the heart of the coronavirus crisis. That rebounded a lot and the manufacturing is creeping higher as well. So that really is kind of the only major um, in, you know, new piece of information for the market today. And that sort of explains why you're seeing the cyclical outperformance in Europe. Um, obviously, cyclicals are very sensitive to underlying economic optimism, um, and thus the outperformance in that group. On the noise front, um, Peter Navarro gave an interview overnight on Fox News, made some comment um, about how the China deal is dead. That created um, that, that led to a steep dive in the future. So the futures overnight got to a low of 3060. Um, you know, they're about 70 points above that level at this point. Um, you know, I don't really think the market should ever pay attention to anything Peter Navarro says, um, and that goes for what you saw, you know, the interview last night. Lighthizer conducted a testimony last week. Recall on Wednesday, sounded um, you know optimistic that the Phase One agreement is in place. You know, I do think the Phase One agreement is more of a state of mind than an actual objective arrangement. Um, you know, the Chinese asset purchase commitments are very unrealistic. They were unrealistic before the coronavirus crisis. They're especially unrealistic at this point. Um, again, even even um, you know just from the price perspective, the way that commodity prices have declined from where they had been, um, it's just very difficult to envision that China will actually hit its commitments. But it's also unverifiable. It's very difficult to actually conduct um, you know a very objective uh, audit of Chinese purchases to see if they are or are not committing. So it's more of a state of mind. Um, I don't think either side really wants to abandon it, especially the White House into the election. I think certainly trade is a big theme for Trump. As we go into the election, you're going to see um, that will be a key part of his platform, talking about trade arrangements, um, trade agreements. But I do not think that um, they really want to abandon this phase one deal before the election. So, um, you know, already wasted more time speaking about that than needed to uh, than than was justified. But in general, anytime Navarro opens his mouth, the markets usually can just ignore whatever he says. Um, the other piece of noise concerns Trump, where, you know, as the election um, approaches and as his momentum um, clearly is op- is moving in the wrong direction, you know, he's conducting a ton of press interviews. He's, he's done a lot of interviews over the last several days. He'll continue to do a lot of interviews. 
you know, these interviews are long on ambiguity and provocation, but there really is not a lot of actual noise. So again, I think that investors can kind of fade a lot of the commentary that he's making in these interviews. So Navarro and Trump's interviews are noise. The PMIs are certainly incremental and newsworthy. Um, other than that, it's a relatively slow morning. Um, you know, again, you continue to have this upward bias in stock prices. Again, I think the fact that you saw such a dramatic reaction to that Navarro comment speaks more to the nature of this rally than it does the actual importance of his words. Um, again, you have a lot of people who have been forced into this tape because of stimulus, because of positioning, um, because of you know performance anxiety, especially into quarter end. You know, there really is not a lot of genuine desire to own equities at, at this point in time, just given that I think a lot of people are in agreement that the fundamental outlook is at best quite uncertain. Um, so, you know, you, thus when you see even the smallest potential risk in the market, you see these very dramatic downdrafts. Um, so I think, I think what you saw overnight with Navarro and the price action, again, just speaks more to the nature of this tape than it does, um, anything that's actually occurring on the U S China front on the coronavirus front. Um, very similar to what we saw as of the U S close on Monday, you know, you continue to have cases spike in certain States, Florida, Texas, Arizona are probably the biggest areas of focus. Um, you know, again, the market seems to be very comfortable with what's occurring, given that you are not seeing politicians really reinforce a lot of lockdown measures. You have not seen any other major retailers follow Apple in reclosing stores in certain states. I think that had been a huge fear on Friday. So now it's several days since the Apple News hit the tape on Friday. No other retailer has followed thus far. I think that's making markets very comfortable. Um, but nevertheless, you know, and as well, in the, in the national figures are not sharply inflecting higher, and the near tri-state again remains um, well contained, which is why I think the markets are absorbing it. But you know, certainly, especially if you look globally as well, the numbers in Latin America are also pretty dreadful. So, you know, the coronavirus is still very much um, you know with the world right now. Um, it's not necessarily abating by any means, but you know, again, the markets certainly are absorbing it well. Nothing all that new on the political front in terms of polls or anything. Trump will be in Arizona today, so watch for a lot of headlines um, from him as he uh, you know goes about that trip. Um, but other than that, the other, the only major real events today will be the U.S. flash PMIs at 9:45. They are expected to be healthy and solid and strong as well. Um, similar to what you saw in Europe. And then the House will be holding a hearing on the White House's COVID response. Um, you saw testimony that was released yesterday from a lot of the various officials who will be speaking. Um, probably won't be anything too dramatic, but that that could produce some headlines today. Um, so that's essentially it for major themes and trends. No big company-specific news um, other than the uh, the SoftBank sale of its team mistake, although the aggregate figures and the amount of stock being sold are pretty consistent with recent media reports. Um, and then my views, again, on the tape are, are still the same as before. You know, I appreciate stimulus positioning. Um, there were there were a bunch more positioning articles out overnight just talking about how there's enormous amount of cash sitting on the sidelines, et cetera. Um, so I get that those are very powerful tailwinds, uh, but I, I just, you know, return to the fundamental backdrop um, along with very um, inflated valuation. So, you know, I don't yet, you know, so I continue to think that a 163 PS number is very generous for one for 2021. And then also 18 times is very generous too. And obviously that points, those numbers point to a price level below the current one. Uh, so that is everything for today. Thank you for listening.